hey, hey! Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Fantasy Frenemies. Guys, this show is big. I, I, I think that this is going to be a big show. I have this planned out just as big as the 1995 Cleveland Indian lineup. That's how big this show is going to be. That was a monster lineup. Do you guys remember the 95 Indians? Were either one of you born then? Oh, yeah. I watched them uh, get beat by my Braves. That, that's a low blow to any Cleveland fan. <laughs> Listen, that, that lineup, uh, center field leading off, they had Kenny Lofton, Omar Vizquel, Carlos Baerga played second base. Batting fourth was Albert Bell. You remember that name? Albert Bell was a monster. Eddie Murray, who had to be long in the tooth at that time, DH'd for him. Jim Tomei batted, uh, was, was third base. And uh, Paul Sorrento and Tony Pena were, was the catcher there. Uh, th- that was a huge lineup. They had one, two, three, four, five, six guys that batted over 300. And they lost one to zero in game six of the World <laughs> Series to Tom Glavin. That that is kind of crazy. And and they had the best offense in the nineties. Their their ninety five season was one of the best ever. And uh they won a hundred games and like you said, they lost to the Braves in the World Series four to two. Uh is the final of that series. I, I, I thank God for that Indians team because if it wasn't for them, the Braves would have been the Indians and would have left that decade without a World Series <laughs> series title. Tim, Tim was. Do you remember that uh, lineup? Man, I was nine years old and I could care less about baseball at that point. <laughs> <laughs> really, I uh, I remember watching the World Series and I remember the Braves winning, but I I couldn't tell you. I could, I, you know, uh, Chipper Jones on the Braves and. John Schmoltz and, and those guys are about all I can remember. <laughs> so, I graduated high school in 1990, so I will be honest with you, I wasn't paying much attention to baseball in 95. Uh, that was the dry years for the Cubs a little bit there as well, so I, you know. <laughs> 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 the, the dry years. <laughs> I, you mean... You mean the dry decades? Well, I see. See, you're just you're you're shoot, you're throwing the pitch under the belt right now to not only Cleveland fans but also Cubs fans. When the two teams that participated in what may have been the greatest World Series of all time, you, you're trying to give low blows. Well, I, I mean, I, I can talk because I was I'm a Braves fan, so I, I know about dry decades. Yes, you do. I don't know if that was that. I don't know if you have a different kind of uh, uh, best team that ever that you can remember, but if you do, you can contact us at fantasyfrenemies at yahoo.com, or you can follow us. We changed our Twitter name a little bit. It's at ffrenemies, and frenemies is spelled F-R-I-E-N-E-M-I-E-S, F-R-I-E-N-E-M-I-E-S. And so you can follow us on Twitter at ffrenemies. Uh, you can download the Podbean app and find our, find our podcast there. Uh, and, and also on Spotify, iTunes, different places like that. So please uh, look for us and follow us and download things and, and like things and all that. Guys, I got to tell you, I'll be honest with you, it's it's already 930 and we're starting this podcast right now. I just got done pitching two games uh, since 630 and I just now got home. Not long ago. I, I pitched two games in slow pitch softball. I never thought slow pitch softball would make a, a, a man so tired, but it's 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 a little tiring oh yeah double headers double headers slow pitch in church league is is uh is a tiring experience i don't know how many balls i threw i i just know that last week after we had a double header last week and it was the first week of the season 
we, you know, I played on Tuesday night. I Sunday morning, I was still sore on my pitching arm from playing slow pitch softball on Tuesday. That was a long time going. I can't imagine what these professional ball players go through, pay, you know, throwing the ball 100 miles an hour um, and running as hard as they do and playing. At, you know, you watch baseball and it looks like it's so. It doesn't look like it's very difficult now physically, but man, it's got to, especially with all these injuries and everything. Oh yeah, as the season goes on, definitely I would wears you down. But I want to know how many how many runs you gave up today. Uh, so we go into injuries, news, and notes. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so slow pitch softball. My 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 whip and my ERA went through the roof tonight. We we played a team for the second week in a row. Last week we beat them. I think they only scored one run on us. Uh, this week they they ended up scoring thirteen on us. But I I, I think I don't know. They could have been seven. I really Tim honestly. I don't pay a lot of attention to the score. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there trying to dodge this yellow ball. I, the only reason why I play anymore is because they can't find anybody dumb enough to throw the ball from the pitcher's mound. You, know, you got this big old yellow ball, and you throw it towards home plate, and you're daring people to hit it with a metal bat, and you're standing, I don't know, what, 60 to 90 feet away from, probably 60 feet away from home plate. I, 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 that's all I'm really thinking about. I get caught up in the moment of making sure that a ball doesn't smack me in the head, man. Uh, That's understandable. But I, I can't remember the first score. I do remember the second one because we lost the second game. And uh, I get 17 runs. We lost 17 to 15. So the second game. Uh, it, my ERA and my whip are through the roof right now. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> uh, but injury news and notes. I, I'm, I'm thankful that I did not get injured. And I had a blast doing it uh, with, with some people that I know and love. So, But we got plenty of injury news and notes since the last time we talked on Sunday night. Um, Here's here's a weird one, and I think it goes along with what we're going to talk about later in the show. We got some deep, deep sleepers for us. If you're in a league like our CML league, you have to be on top of the waiver wire if you're going to find a diamond in the rough. And, and by the way, hashtag diamond in the rough, that's going to be our homework assignment for everybody. You can uh, follow, get us on Twitter at Frenemies. And if you do that, please tell us who's been your best waiver wire pickup so far this year. And Bobby, I think you uh, said hashtag diamond in the rough. Yes. Okay. So we're going to hashtag that diamond in the rough. But this first news and notes, uh, Orioles optioned outfielder Cedric Mullins to AAA Norfolk. Now you're probably like, who is Cedric Mullins? Well, Cedric Mullins was their center fielder, and he was batting leadoff most of the time. And that opens up the door for a guy named Joey Rickard, uh, Rickard who will probably be uh, the Orioles' primary center fielder for now. He bats sometimes leadoff, sometimes a little bit later in the order, but uh, that guy can steal some bases, and, and he might be able to get things going if you're looking for somebody who can uh, get you some runs, if you need some runs in your league. But we're going to go over some more deep sleepers later on in the show. What about this, guys? Gregory Polanco was activated from the 10-day injured list. I think he had a couple of hits yesterday. He did. I picked him up. Oh, jumping on that waiver wire. And Bobby he went two for four today, too. He's a good, he, I like him. He's a good ball player. I don't think he's going to run as much. I think they said he's not going to slide head first anymore. Yeah, on he any said, basis. He said, well, he said he won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. You get caught up in the moment. I, I promise you, I never want to slide in slow pitch softball either. Either I end up doing it sometimes. Here, here's a guy. I want to, Bobby, what do you think about this news and note? Kyle Freeland was on the 10 day injured list because mm -hmm. he had a blister on his left middle finger. He can keep it on his left middle finger too. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll give, 
you, you, <laughs> I picked you, you picked him up, up yesterday, yesterday, right? You, you yeah. picked him up yesterday, and this was a news and note from yesterday. So he kind of gave you the blistered middle finger, I think. Yeah. Of course, my whole, t- my whole team's giving me the middle finger right now. I, d- I don't know <laughs> if either one of you are a doctor or not. Nathan Avaldi underwent surgery, and I think he did a successful surgery, to remove a loose body from his right elbow. And it's expected to be sidelined for four to six weeks. Does do either one of you know what a loose body is? I was going to ask you the same question. <laughs> Whatever it is, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's loose, I, I, he had the same surgery um, uh, the season just before opening day, and he bounced back in time for that. So uh, maybe he'll be able to bounce back. And if all the, uh, I was expecting some bigger things out of him this year. Um, I think his swing uh, swing strike rate and all that was was pretty high going into the season, and I was expecting him to be able to do some good good things in Boston this year after that late trade last year. But he's not doing so well, so maybe moving removing a loose body will help him out at this time. Yeah. Jacob Degrom, yeah. Tim, he's he's on his way back, right? Yeah, buddy, he should make his start on Friday. All right. See how we we got some good news now. It all sounded so bad at the beginning of the year, but even Daniel Murphy is going to rejoin the Rockies. He was expected to join them today, but it ended up not happening. Is there any update on that, Bobby? Uh, it might be a smart thing. Give him some uh, give him some time. It looks like this weekend. I would actually probably keep him out. Give him a a, a few extra swings in uh, Colorado. Get used to it because. Takes a little, you know, Rocky Mountain air takes a little getting used to, and if he's still getting uh, acclimated to um, to Colorado, he could he could use it. And he's sitting he's sitting on my uh, my disabled list, so he can just chill for a little while. What about Gio Gonzalez? Do we really need to ever give a news report on him? Is he is he even noteworthy? Uh, Mets have inquired about him. The Yankees had him. They optioned him to release. He threatened to go home or something. Do we even need to worry about Gio Gonzalez this year? Uh, possibly. I mean, I think there's a lot of teams out there uh, that need some starting pitching depth, if if not a starting pitcher. So, But he's um, a streamer at best, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to be a streamer at best. But, yeah, um, we've got so many injuries and stuff going on right uh, now. I mean, somebody's going to be yeah. somebody's going to be working for him. Uh, Segura, he's going to be expected to be activated from the disabled list on Saturday, so he'll be back this weekend. Mike Mustaskis, he's on your team too, didn't wasn't he, Bobby, or did you drop him? No. Uh, he's still on your team? Okay. Yes. Well, he's out of the Brewers lineup on Monday, and he had a finger issue as well, so it might have been the middle finger there as well. <laughs> <laughs> he got was, another middle finger? <laughs> he, was, uh, he was out of the, the lineup again today. He probably <laughs> won't be back for a few days. Knowing one, knowing my luck, and two, he need he needs some time to. Recuperate. I don't know if it was the middle finger or not, but wouldn't you agree, Tim? It just sounds like Bobby's team's giving him the double bird. I think. I mean, I would. <laughs> I, I think all my luck in the last couple of years have run out, and uh, after a couple of championships, this is going to be up to somebody else to to take it. I'm just going to sit back here and enjoy all my DL players. <laughs> uh, it, it's crazy this year. Hunter Dozier was po- uh, pulled from Monday night's game after he hit a home run uh, with back spasms. And, as, you know, it's going to be day-to-day, but uh, still he was swinging out of his shoes, and Dozier got uh, uh, a day-to-day right now, for right now. 
Blake Snell will make his return Wednesday against the Royals, so we'll have that ace pitcher back in the saddle again. Today, oh, great. I'm playing against him this week. That's awesome. Hey, good timing. Chris Sale struck out 10 batters today, so good news for him. Uh, he was only allowed two runs over five innings, but he didn't get a decision against the Tigers on Tuesday. Tigers are, are a pretty good team this year. I told, y'all, I told you guys a couple up, a few episodes ago that they were good. Uh, Mike fulton is yeah, on his way. <laughs> the Tigers, yeah. fulton is on his way back to join the Braves rotation from uh, Gwinnett. He's going to be pitching <laughs> Saturday against the Rockies. They're just going to call him up. I think they're still going to have five uh, five moves left this week after that move on Saturday. So we'll see what the Braves do as far as streaming pitchers this week. Uh, look at, Let's look at our league standings, fellas. All right. So in our career minor leaguers league, which we're all a part of uh, and we have rooting interest in, that's why this podcast was put together to kind of keep everybody in the loop here. Um, the league right now, as it stands, Tim, you are still on top, just like you were last week at 19-7-4. You pulled off a victory last week, so congratulations to you. Thank you, sir. It's, uh, it's the best start I've had so far since I started doing fantasy baseball, so we'll see if I can keep it together. I am in second place at 18-12. and 12. I'm three, ga- three games behind. Is that three points behind? I'm not sure what that is. Three games behind, I guess. Uh, Mookie Monster, he's right there, four and a half games behind. Daniel, who has still yet to make a move, is five games behind right now. I think uh, knowing Daniel, he's probably dug his heels in and he has decided not to make a move if he so be so, you know, if he can avoid it. That's all I'll say. Uh, Marauders, the Marauders. Another thing with Daniel, too, is that he's got two DL players and he hasn't even put him in DL spot. He's toying with us. Is that what you're saying? He's either toying or he's not paying attention to his team. I don't know. <laughs> or he doesn't movie. know. Or he, or he might be like me and didn't know that he, you have a DL spot. And who told you about that DL spot? You did, and I thank you for that. You're welcome. I uh, See, I, I aid. People think that I don't aid the league. They think, you know, uh, hey, that's the guy who always sends those shady trades and everything. I assist <laughs> the league. I helped Jordan out earlier this year as well. I just kind of sent little reminders in case people didn't know about those things or forgot since last year. It's uh, only fair. It's only fair. It is. Tied for tied for fourth place is Kerry. He's sitting five games back as well. Marquise is five and a half games back. Honey Nut Ichiro six and a half games back. Brandon is eight and a half games back. Hey, hey there's Bobby. I see him down there. Uh, Bobby is nine games back behind first place. But you are leading the league in DL uh, activations, so that's congratulations on that, Bobby. And yeah. Mark, when you, when you have twelve guys at one time that are either day to day or DL, you you're just uh, you're just hoping for the best and waiting waiting for a good time to start making trades and stuff. Hey, I would I'll give you some props to have that many players on the DL or or day to day. And you're not in last place. You, I mean, that's that's a victory, right? To, yeah, to not be more than <laughs> nine games back is, is <laughs> at least comforting in in some some stances. Got to take your wins when you when you when you can get them when struggling like that. Mark is 13 games back, but he has a new strategy. He's going strong with starting pitchers and trying to sweep away that bottom category thing to get him back in the in the thick of the race right now. And Bobby, it looks like you're leading the league in moves with forty. So you're you're blowing people away with that. I think you're the only one to reach that forty plateau mark right now. 
uh, over on our team stats, uh, I am leading the league in runs. I didn't know that. I'm leading the league in runs. And you're second, Tim, with 142. So the first place team, the second place team are right up there at the top and carries at 141. Brandon is down at 107 in runs. He is um, he is almost, tw- uh, well, 15 points behind lost puppies there for last place. So so Brandon, you, you got to get some runs, bud. You got to figure out a way to get runs. <laughs> Um, with home runs, see home runs. I think it is Mookie Monster leading that one. He's at 51. I'm at 47. Uh, Jordan is at 47. And down at the bo- Brandon is down there at the bottom with home runs as well. He's he's at 32. And uh, so the bottom two teams, him and Marquise, are down there at the bottom in runs and home runs. So kind of a correlation right there, maybe going together. I'm not sure. Is there any in- insights on that, Bobby? Since you've been playing in this fantasy baseball forever. Uh, I mean, it's not always um, the stats aren't always completely what it seems. It all always depends on matchups, and uh, lost puppies have had good matchups, and that's for what reason they're 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 sitting in uh, third, uh, fourth or fifth place in the league. Um, they're playing me this week, and we're tied uh, currently. Um, but I mean, you gotta you gotta win your matchups, whether it's six to three or five to five. You know, if you tie, hey, you just get what you can. RBIs, I'm at the top of the leaderboard in RBIs. I'm at 147. Uh, Monkey Monsters at 146. Jordan at 132. Down at the bottom of that, Tim, you're at the bottom of RBIs. You're at 108. Man, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. That's that's kind of crazy when you're up there in runs and you're up there kind of in home runs as well and then you're down at the bottom in RBIs. That's that's a weird a weird fluctuation, I think. I guess I think I have too many guys at the beginning of the lineup and too many guys at the bottom of the lineup. Yeah, you got to get those guys in the 3-4-5 hole probably. That's that's good good observation. I'm leading the league in stolen bases with 28, Marquise is at 27, and uh, uh Jordan actually has got 6 now. He's 6 and and Mark's got 8. So once again, if if you if you're not in that 20 range, it's about winning your matchup and trying to do that. You know what I did that last game? Kerry uh, had got he, he had the lead he had the lead on me by like one or two I think going into Sunday, and so I put all my base stealers in there and I ended up winning base stealing by like two on Sunday and it brought me to a five five tie. So uh, I was I was happy about that. Leading the league in average. Um, Let's see, he's flipping the page. Uh, Jordan and my uh, Jordan is leading the league with 287. I'm at 278. Bobby, you're down there at 247 right now. Mm-hmm. That that hurts your average. Doesn't it? Got got some cold hitters along with my DL stuff, so it's one of those things I'm struggling with. I do not know how I am not leading the league in saves, and I I I am not. You are Bobby with 23, right. and I'm at 21. I've got. I, I think the last time I counted, I have 52 relievers on my squad right now, and I, I'm not leading the league in saves, and it is very frustrating. If there's something that is <laughs> under my crawl right now, it's that. Let's see. Wins, Tim, you're still on top of wins at 17. I guess Marquise is tied with you at 17, so you kind of yeah. got a bunch of great pitchers on there. I'll probably start losing losing that now that I lost uh, Shoemaker for the year. Probably not. So there's, there's uh, career minor leaguers, and that's where we're sitting right now. I, I like to look at those stats. It's kind of fun to look at. Uh, I don't I don't spend a lot of time on the pitching stats. Uh, if you guys want to spend more time on them, you just let me know. But uh, yeah, I'm leading in, in strikeouts. I see that you're at 304. <laughs> you're at three. You're the only one in the 300 club. You sure are. 
Jordan is a hundred strikeouts behind you at two oh five. That's a big disparity. I'm going to be at the bottom of the barrel on that one though this year. I'm going to be because I don't have anybody to strike anybody out. So that's all right. That's all right. We'll see how it turns out. I don't know if you guys have trouble sleeping at night. Does your fantasy team keep you up at night at all? Sometimes? Never? No, I I I, I don't worry about my fantasy team when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. See, sometimes what I do is I go scrolling through the waiver wire late at night if I can't sleep in order to find some deep sleepers. That's what I try to do. Now, that is my way of trying to find find a way to fall asleep. I don't count sheep. I don't do anything like that. But, you know, there are some famous insomniacs. I don't know if you guys know this or not. Abraham Lincoln was a famous insomniac. He used to take long walks at midnight, and he would also tell stories to his personal aides in order to uh, try to get himself to sleep. But unfortunately, he ended up you know, getting those people to fall asleep instead of him. So Abraham Lincoln was a insomniac and a very famous one. Bill Clinton had a tough time falling asleep. And you know what he did late at night? I See, I said, you know, I, I, no, we don't, we, we don't need to go. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, <laughs> so as I look through the waiver wire to find some deep sleepers, I encourage you two to find some deep sleepers as well. Brings us back to our homework for this week. So if you have ever found a waiver wire pickup this year that you are proud of, please let us know. Fantasyfrenemies at yahoo.com or at ffrenemies on Twitter. Ffrenemies, F-R-I-E-N-E-M-I-E-S, and hashtag it Diamond in the Rough and let us know what those uh, big waiver finds were. So let's kind of bounce around here a little bit, guys. Uh, Tim, why don't we start with you? Can you give us a two or three or five or ten of deep wave, <laughs> uh, deep sleepers that you might have? Sure. Uh, so I've got these are just guys just based on their batting average. Um, you know, I'll tell you what their percentage is for owned in in Yahoo. So I've got Josh Reddick. He's owned in eight percent of Yahoo leagues. He's batting three sixty five. If you're needing a guy who can uh, bring your batting average up, he, he'd be a good one to have. Um, Dexter Fowler, he's only 3% owned, and he's batting 313. Uh, Dexter Fowler it. has been on fire this last week. and Yes, uh, he Josh, has. And Josh Reddick has gotten a lot of playing time. The Astros are playing like 20, 20, 26 games in 28 days or something like that. So mm-hmm. Josh Reddick, and, he, and when he catches on fire, he catches on fire. He's got nice little runs in him. And then uh, a couple of – I had to put a couple of my sleepers on there. Uh, I just picked up Jose Martinez this week from the Cardinals, and he's only owned in 37% of uh, fantasy leagues, and he's batting 352. And then Chad Pender's only owned in 24%, and he's batting 308. Um, and if you're needing a catcher, uh, since catchers are really hard to come by on the waiver wire, mm-hmm. um, Mike Zanino is last two weeks. Well, first he's only 35% owned. He's not owned in our league right now. And he's in the last two weeks, he's batting 385 with two home runs and nine RBIs. Wow. Zanino um, is usually a traditionally what Bobby, would you say like a 210, 220 hitter? Yeah, he's. He's streaky at best. Um, I had him for my my backup uh, catcher at the first of the season and had to drop him because he was, I mean, his offense was nowhere to be found. 
I think the last two years, Zanino ended up being on my team at some point. And man, I tell you, if you catch him on a heater, he is fantastic. He'll just yeah. give you a bomb every night. And he was on maternity leave, I believe, earlier this the this la- or at the end of last week, earlier this week. And so he was activated from that. So maybe having a child kind of, you know, get gets you a little more drive to do well for your kid or something like that. So Mike Zanino, I like that name. And then I've also got a. Uh... Uh, two angels on here, Brian Goodwin and Tommy Lestella. Well, I and, think that's uh, awful sweet of you to call them angels. I'll, I'm <laughs> sure Tommy Lestella really thinks a lot about you. Yeah, know, well, they're lucky I'm putting them on there because I'm a Dodger fan. So, <laughs> um, but uh, Goodwin's four percent owned and he's batting three fifty one, and he's got uh, thirteen runs, three home runs, and ten RBIs. Then you've got Lestella with uh, only 6% owned, and he's got six home runs, and three of those were in the last week. The Stella used to be on the Cubs, and he, he was he was a Cub for a couple of years recently. And I'll tell you, whenever that guy could find the playing time and the Cubs had a lot of talent around him in the infield, he was always great, and he was a great clubhouse guy. So I think he'll really find time there. And I'll I'll be honest with you about that good win. Yeah, they got Cole Calhoun. Is that his name, Calhoun, in the outfield yes. for the Angels? And he has, you know... He's just always disappointing. So if, if Goodwin can find some playing time in in uh, uh, Los Angeles, he'll he'll be a good ball player. Bobby, what about you? Who do you have as a deep sleeper? I've got a couple. Um, one just got called up, Cole Tucker with Pittsburgh. Oh, the um, shortstop. Yes, um, he's only played three games so far. Uh, hit a home run in his first uh, game. But he's gonna. He, he's a very speedy uh, fellow. If you're looking for stolen bases, he might be somebody you can pick up if you need a, a speedy shortstop. He's also got a little bit of pop, so uh, you'll kind of get you a couple categories there. He, I think, he hit 25 home runs and stole 22 bases in um, in the minor leagues last year. So it's it's possible we can. Uh, pick up a, uh, a speedy and powerful shortstop if you need one. I like his name. I thought about picking him up myself whenever I saw that he hit that first home run, I think, on Saturday. The only thing I thought of was how, how deep the major leagues are on shortstops right now. You, you can find a lot of shortstops with maybe a more proven name. So if you, But if you've got to gamble or if you have a bench spot that's open and you can wait for somebody to maybe get a little more uh, major league seasoning, He'd be a good person to pick up, but man, uh, there's there's several shortstops that are still available in a lot of leagues. But I, I do like that name mostly because of the steals. And my second guy is uh, he he's a little more known. Um, I think he's about forty four percent owned right now. Uh, he's our uh, San Diego pitcher Matt Strom. Mm. Um, he's not getting the wins surprisingly with San Diego. They're, they're playing really well right now, but his ERA and his whip are extremely low. Um, he's, he, he'll be a good, uh, guy to either stash or, uh, stream this year. He might not start a ton of games. They're going to, uh, watch his pitch count, but right now and pitching is hit and miss this, this season so far early. Uh, he's a he's a good streaming option. And I will say I did stream him uh was last week or the week before I streamed him for a game and he, he gave me a good outing. Tim, do you remember from Sunday night I think it was whenever we were looking at the run differentials for people? Uh and, and uh I think San Diego 
was in second place, but their run differential was like in the negative number instead of being yeah. in the positive number. And it was like yeah. negative by 20, 20 runs or something. That was really weird uh, to, to see something like that. So maybe that's why Strom doesn't have the wins this year, just because it's backwards for, the, for San Diego right now. Do you have anybody else, Bobby? That's the only two I have. Um, uh, I see your list is, is pretty good, though. Uh, Shin, Shin, Shin Chu. Why did I pick out the hardest names? I have trouble speaking English. <laughs> it's my second language. I don't know it. I'm still I'm still searching for my first. But uh, Shin Chu. He's 41% owned. Uh, he's of the Rangers. He's he's an outfielder, and you know that guy has been underrated. I think every year that I've been playing fantasy baseball, whenever I see him on other teams, by the end of the year, I'm always so jealous. But he's batting 360 right now. He's got eight runs scored. He usually bats first in the Texas Ranger lineup. So if you're looking for runs, Tim, if you're looking for runs, <laughs> Shin Su Chu might be the answer to your problems. Mike, hey, talk. I, I had him last year, and and uh, that he had a a surprising year last year, and where he was just raking home runs. He's not really doing the home runs a whole lot this year, but he is. He's definitely somebody to keep on keep an eye out for. He's got eight runs this past well, week, I should I should say. So yeah. uh, he's he's you know scoring a lot of runs, but maybe that was due to who they were facing. Mike Talkman, five percent owned of the Yankees. He's an outfielder. I think Kerry picked him up in our league uh, this past week. He has seven runs scored, three home runs, eight RBIs, batting three fifty three. Uh, and and right now you know he's going to find playing time because Bobby, you you said the Yankees have got. Like thirteen players on uh, injured list. Yeah, they're the major league equivalent of my team. <laughs> All right, so you guys got to help me out on this next name, Choi. Where can I just say Cho? Choi, Gmon Choi. Gmon. Gmon. He's six percent owned right now. He had something going on, so he's not active right now, but he will be soon. They'll activate him again, I believe, soon. He's the Tampa Bay Ray first baseman. There's not a lot of great first basemen out there, I think, in leagues. He's only 6% owned. He plays for the Tampa Bay Rays, who I think are the second highest scoring team in Major League Baseball. He's batting 400 over this past week, and he usually bats third in that lineup. So he's going to be good for RBIs, you would think, eventually. Um, but but that might be a name to keep your eye on. Uh, there's, there's one more guy I got. Uh, and I don't know how to say his name. Because why did I pick all these hard names? He's 0% owned in Yahoo Leagues. He's third base and shortstop eligible. Uh, this past week, he hit 297, five runs, four RBIs, one steal. Geo, I'm just going to say Geo, Ursula, Ursula. Is that good? Ursula, U-R-S-H-E-L-A. But Geo for the Yankees. He's third base and shortstop eligible. And usually that's around fifth in the lineup. So... Um, but I know third basements are, are hard to find right now. So that, that's my deep sleeper list. That's my deep list. Thank you. Thank you. I, I consider myself a very deep sleeper myself. So <laughs> if I, <laughs> Hey, thank you guys for listening. It's a short show, but we are making up for our big time on month on Sunday, whenever we went over so long, but thank you so much for listening. And once again, I want to encourage you to, uh, send us an email with your homework assignment. Who's been your best waiver find so far this year? Fantasy Frenemies at Yahoo.com. Follow us at F Frenemies on Twitter. Frenemies is always spelled F-R-I-E-N-E-M-I-E-S. M-I-S. How's it spelled? <laughs> F-R-I-N-E-N-E-M-I-E-S. Yeah, yeah. That's what go. I thought. There's my softball my softball's catching up to me. I said it right, <laughs> and then I doubted myself. Need some hooked-on phonics here, guys? 
<laughs> no, no, I, I do not know how to hook on phonics at all. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but fa- follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Frenemies or just find us on Twitter on, on Podbean. Find us on Spotify. You can also find us on iTunes. And we thank you so much for listening. Join us again Thursday night as we talk about what's coming up on the weekend and all the other things that we find interesting. Thank you.